Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. There's something about business being family owned and fully geared toward the best interests of its customers that has always been incredibly important to Americans and may mean even more coming in the, in the future as we kind of go through a very bumpy period. Uh, the world of home loan options isn't always a friendly one, and navigating it can be tricky. Not everyone is out to help you. Since June of 2001, however, American Financing has been dedicated to working with you to help get your finances where they need to be. They started in their home, and they've moved outward to yours. They've been working for you and not the bank ever since. Whether it's home loans, mortgage refinancing, or other forms of debt consolidation, American Financing has you covered. Their dedicated team of mortgage consultants are going to take care of you and they're going to help get your financial house precisely where it needs to be. The coming months are bound, you know, to be interesting at the very, the very least. So now's the time to get on, st- uh, on top of your finances and uh, make sure you're ready for whatever comes. Now's the time for American Financing. Give them a call, 800-906-2440. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. I've been working for these guys for a bunch of years. I know a lot of people around here have as well. 1-800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Radio show starts here in just seconds. Featuring uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. You'd like to get in touch with us. Uh, some interesting things happening uh, on the climate change front. The IP, big IPCC report coming out next week. Uh, it's fascinating. I and am pumped. And me too. Yeah. Really excited about this one. This is the one I think that shows us that there's only eight years left and then we're done. You think we have eight full years? I think we're done in eight months. Really? Mm -hmm. Unless we change. Unless we well, unless we vote for Democrats in the midterms, then I think we can stop. Then we'll be okay. Yeah, then we'll be saved. Okay. But that's the only thing that will save us, Pat. Yeah, and there's some people out reminding us in D.C. about this too, and they're sitting in the middle of the freeway, which is fantastic. Uh, We'll show you those boneheads and much more coming up in 60 seconds. The world of business has gotten harder to exist in, especially for people of integrity, and it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Everywhere you look, companies are towing the woke left line. It's because they've been bullied into thinking it's the only way. And when the left bullying sort of leaves off, the support of ESG scores and all the other nonsense is taking over. 
need to treasure the few businesses that will actually stand for the values you believe in. One of those is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team gives you amazing personal service. And it's one thing to ask you to support a, a company that agrees with your values, but you also need to get the best service. And that's what Patriot Mobile can provide at the best prices. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. You can get free activation with the offer code Beck. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make the switch today. Between the left, the media, and the rhinos, we need to stick together. patriotmobile.com slash Beck. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call them 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT for Patriot Mobile. Uh, welcome, Pat and Stu. Thanks for joining us on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, there was a bunch of people that got in the way of traffic again. This is a tactic that uh, I absolutely love. I think it's great that people just sit in the middle of the freeways. You know, isn't that wonderful when they when they break the law and just show you how committed they are to their cause? And it just makes you friendly toward their cause. Yeah, that's me too. That's yeah. exactly how I feel. Yeah, yeah. I, I always feel like, you know, wow, that's I wasn't going to support them in their fight against global warming. And then I was like, wait a minute, you've ruined my day. Yeah, now, now I'm going to support now you. I love your cause. My kid is stranded. I yeah, I yeah, can't, yeah, I can't pick them up. And they're stranded wherever they are. They're uh-huh. like sitting outside a baseball field somewhere, just sad looking at puppy eyes and waiting for mommy or daddy to show up. And no one's coming because you've blocked my path. I love your cause now. Well, yeah, you wouldn't be so selfish as to say you should be allowed to go through here. Oh, you know, of course not. That you would be right. I hope. Even if you have extenuating circumstances. Right. And Even if it's really extreme. Yeah. And there's a guy here who is trying to tell him, I've got extenuating circumstances. I could go to jail. Check check this out. No, I'm about to get locked up for four years on my parole. If I don't make my job, okay. and y'all are so his parole will be revoked if he doesn't make it to his job, and he'll be back in jail. One lane. I'm asking one lane. One lane. Let me just get through here. This is on the Beltway in Washington, D.C. My gosh. This poor guy. I mean, God knows what he did, but (laughs) to be beyond parole, I mean, maybe he's not the most sympathetic character, but this poor guy just wants to not go back to jail. Yeah. Yeah. But even if. All right, so police show up and and do arrest the protesters, but they also arrest him. Right. So that he it doesn't even work out. He no. this is this is this is your story of the day, as all other stories Unreal. of the day end in Unreal. a very sad way. Yep. It's just amazing, Pat. I, you know, I don't understand it. Like you know, I I will say I watch that footage, and every time I've watched it, I've watched it several times now. And every time I watch it, I just think to myself, I would not have been able to control myself in that situation. No way. I would not. I and would have done something stupid. I'm, I'm not on parole. There. No. You know, no. and I would have been more pissed than he is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he kind of pushes one of them. That's he, about he, as far he as he goes. He takes their banners uh, and he pushes one of them. He crumpled them up too. He crumpled up the banners. Some of them. He well, might have know, actually destroyed. There isn't exactly effective in a long line of traffic. Only the first, the first cars are going to see it. You know, right? Really, they're going to see it. And they're yeah, going to see it for true. a very long time. True, but it's and not really effective. Here you are, you know, climate change protesters. You're upset about climate change, so you cause thousands of cars to idle mm-hmm. on the freeway. 
all together because that's really good for the environment. So that's a really, it's a good move. It really helps your cause. I, I don't understand this. First, it's illegal to sit in a roadway like that. Mm-hmm. You're on a, the Capitol Beltway, which is one of the busiest freeways in the country, and you're holding up all these people. And I don't care if they are under a time crunch or not. You shouldn't be doing it. And they should be immediately arrested every time this happens or dragged to one side of the of the road and then traffic just proceeds. You know, this is exactly why a lot of states have passed the law that you can safely or carefully drive through these blockades. Even when they're in the road and they won't move, you can sort of drive through them and not face prosecution. Missouri had a law like that. I think Oklahoma, several other places have uh, proposed legislation and passed legislation that it is not illegal to drive through them. They'll move. Uh, believe me, I think if you start, if you drive through there, are they going to continue to just sit there? Well, it's because you, maybe I doubt it. I think my plan would be, uh, I would stand up and I would say, guys, what I'm about to do is put my car into drive. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to duck my head under this, uh, under the dashboard here. And I'm not going to see what's coming up. I'm going to duck my head and it's going to roll forward. And if you're in front of it, you're going to get hit. I'm not even going to see it happen, but you're going to get hit. That is what is about to occur. Judge your own risk and then start the engine. Well, that's the thing. And then anytime anybody does this and they start to drive slowly through a group like this, they start screaming bloody murder like you're trying to literally trying to murder them. I'm sorry, you're the one that's in the road. So this dumb. is not where you're supposed to be. I don't know if you're aware of that. It's a really terrible tactic. It's I, a really t- I hate it. It's a terrible tactic, and it does nothing for you. Except pe- piss, piss people, people off. off. No, one, no one is sitting back there and saying, you know what, I've reconsidered my uh, f- position on fossil fuels. Yeah, because they're sitting in a freeway. It must be really important. It must be really important. It must be important. I'm not going to do fossil fuels. I remember anymore. this happened in Houston when you when you lived down there. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yes, I do remember this. It it was the uh, SEIU protest uh, for the janitors who cleaned the buildings downtown. Mm -hmm. And so the downtown janitors group, uh, I don't remember what they called themselves, but they brought in a bunch of people. That's a good enough name. Yeah, I think you just got downtown downtown janitors janitors group. group. (laughs) I like it. They brought in a ton of people from Chicago, from SEIU headquarters, and then Mm -hmm. imported the people. Imported Mm -hmm. them to Houston, Mm -hmm. and then in, in big intersections... Uh, they uh, they would drive into the intersection and then dumped garbage in the middle of it. I guess symbolic that, okay, here's the stuff we cleaned up last night, and now it's in the middle of the road. Without us, this will never get cleaned up, that type of thing. And that did not endear me to their plight. No. I'm telling you. The, so they would block major inter- intersections yeah, with, with garbage. Trash. Yeah, mm-hmm. huge and, piles of it because they'd dump a whole bunch of it. And then you were like, darn it, give these guys a raise. <laughs> exactly. No? That's no. not what happened? That is not how it happened. No. No, it, it tended to upset me and uh, make me a bit irritable and not friendly to their cause, actually. So, And out of spite, you just wind up like I like if that happened to me and I'm driving mm-hmm. and I was sitting there in that traffic for all that time, I would even with the cost of gas being five dollars a gallon intentionally rev my engine at every stoplight for the next month just to hurt the environment (laughs) now that's might not be sane and also it doesn't really hurt the environment but it just symbolically to annoy them i would do it yeah 
And I would never, I would be much less likely to go along with their cause after that. No question. I I wouldn't want to even consider it because I I wouldn't want to reward them. I don't understand how they think that helps. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not to mention that their cause is ridiculous. Bat crap crazy. Yes. It really is. I'm reading uh, Alex Epstein's new uh, book, great book, uh, Fossil Future right now, which is about, you know, maybe we should consider, I don't know, using more fossil fuels, not less. Maybe actually, (laughs) you know, we'll make the world a lot better if we use more. (laughs) And he makes the case. And it's it's I think it's really hard to pick apart, which is why the left does not engage with it. That, you know, there there can occasionally be, you know, some things about fossil fuels that are negative. Uh, However, the good totally overwhelms that. Right. And it's and it is a unique ability uh, uh, to, to create that good. You know, we talk about, okay, well, we can. We can make solar power. We can make wind power. And obviously, there's tons of problems with that and the cost and all the things that we've talked about a million times. But also, they don't even start to address major portions of the our, our energy needs. Really, they just produce electricity. So, like, you know, when you're talking about heavy machinery, how are you getting that done? You know, I, you know, mm-hmm. I know Elon Musk has a, a couple of prototypes out there for long hauling uh, with electric vehicles. Maybe eventually that comes across. I wouldn't put I, I, you know, I wouldn't put anything past Elon Musk. You know, the guy's pretty smart and seems to be able to accomplish a lot of amazing things. And maybe one day that technology will be real. But as of right now, heavy duty transportation is fossil fuels full stop. Mm-hmm. There's no way to do it without fossil fuels. You need them. And, and, and he pointed out a prediction that I had forgotten about, Pat. A prediction from Al Gore. Uh, and, and a need from uh, a, a demand from Al Gore in 2008, I think it was, that we are completely off of fossil fuels by 2018. Oh. <laughs> and I thought I sat back and I thought, what? So in 10 of, years, in he 10 wanted years. to be completely off fossil fuels. At no point did he f- try to Jeez. get the actual reasoning behind that or how you would do that it was obviously impossible i mean look at this we're at a we've increased our fossil fuel usage since then mm-hmm. and we're not at zero i will tell you that and th- just think of now how absurd it is i mean you had you could have never predicted someone like elon musk would come along right a guy who was willing to throw vast amounts of his fortune at a problem he really cared about and risk losing billions of dollars right mm-hmm. he just did it because he really cared about it and was able to innovate faster than any of these major car companies could. I mean, you could have never predicted or depended on someone like that coming along to advance in electric cars. And even with that advancement, we're still not even remotely close. I think it's 3% of our energy comes from renewable, uh, from solar and wind now. 3%. If you combine solar and And wind wind. together. Yeah. I think if you do solar, wind, and hydroelectric, it's like 5%. Yeah, and hydro is, you know, again, another thing the left fights against all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, It just seems quite clear they don't, it's not about the carbon. You know, it's about, there's this idea that you want to sort of de-industrialize this country. Yeah, they uh, fight against hydro and nuclear, which are both clean renewable sources and they won't have anything to do with either one of them you know and i'm skeptical that solar or wind could ever do the types of things we need from uh, for our power Big supply time skeptical but even if the the technology improved to some level where it was capable of doing a lot more the left would complain about that too did you they, see the car company in i don't know sweden or Fitzer, switzerland or somewhere mm-hmm. where 
that they they have it run on solar power. Mm-hmm. They built solar panels into the car. Mm. It's two hundred and forty five thousand dollars. Just the two forty five. Just the two hundred and forty five. What's the lease price on that? Uh, you know, <laughs> probably about eighty thousand a month. <laughs> That's not a very good lease. I just got to say, you could put hundred thousand down oh, and okay. only pay twenty thousand a month. Wow. Yeah, it's up okay. to you. I'm in. But not only not only did it cost an extraordinary amount of money, but it also got you, I believe, forty miles on a charge. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So how sweet is that? Very sweet. Okay. So you could almost get to work and back one day before you had to fire it back up with the sun that isn't shining by the time you get home, really. And so what do you do with it? I mean, it's so impractical. We're just not there. We're not there yet where you can say, all right, let's turn this over and uh, let's cut back on our fossil fuels. And I think you and I both agree that if we were there, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I don't have any I don't loyalty care. to fossil fuels. <laughs> I, don't, I don't work for ExxonMobil. I mean, I do recognize that they've turned you know, the world into a... We now have like civilization <laughs> largely because of fossil fuels. Yeah. So I do give them... I have a lot of affinity for fossil fuels. I, don't, mm-hmm. I look at them as a, an overall m- massively on the positive side of the ledger. It's, and it's not close. However, if some other technology, like nuclear ha- makes an argument here, right? There's, there's a possibility for, for nuclear, I think, uh, being a real player in, 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 the, in the world of especially, especially electricity generation. And I think there's an exciting future there for nuclear. It's, you know, it, 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 but again, it's opposed by the left. It's opposed. Mm-hmm. They, they hate it. Mm-hmm. You can always tell a serious environmentalist from, from one of these idiots that's going to sit in the middle of a highway when you ask them about nuclear. If they won't embrace nuclear, you know they're not serious about it. Now, you, you might... I think I could still make the argument that it's not, it should not be our highest priority to go to zero carbon. Like, that's not... That doesn't... You know, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's just essentially an, another attempt. It's an attempt at man-made climate change. Mm-hmm. It's like we, you are saying we had man-made climate change, so let's implement another kind of man-made climate change. We'll adjust everything about it and try to change the climate by man again. I mean, uh, this seems to be an idiotic pursuit, but if you're going to go down that road, obviously nuclear would be the way you'd go. And they don't even address it. They don't want anything to do with it. And it shows they're not serious about it. We'll tell you about the IPCC report that's coming out next week as well, coming up in one minute. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. A new report shows that almost 71% of Americans feel their paychecks are not going to be able to keep up with inflation. Not just to be able to get ahead, but to just keep up. We all know where this is coming from. The people supposedly fighting inflation are the same ones giving it to us in the first place. You have a responsibility to yourself and your family to do what you can to get ahead while it's still possible to get ahead. This is where American financing comes in. This time, American financing is there with power to maybe help you. Unlike some of the banks, flexible mortgage returns uh, and terms, cash out refinancing, even debt consolidation. Please call them. They don't work for the banks. They work for you. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net.
Matt and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, scientists working on the most authoritative study on climate change were urged to cover up the fact that the world's temperature hasn't risen in 15 years. A leaked copy of the UN report compiled by hundreds of scientists shows politicians in Belgium, Germany, Hungary, and the U.S. raise concerns about the final draft. Published next week, it's expected to address the fact that 1998 was the hottest year on record and world temperatures have not yet exceeded it, which scientists have so far struggled to explain. Well, sure, because if if we're in the middle of global warming, 1998 shouldn't still be the warmest year on record, right? It's been mm-hmm. 24 years. We should have exceeded that by now. Uh, the report is the result of six years of work by the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC, which is seen as the world's authority. And this is also supposedly where they said uh, that... One of the scientists at the IPCC is the one who supposedly said that we had, I think it was 12 years left at the time. Now it's down to about eight or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael they- Schellenberger went <laughs> to that particular scientist and said, hey, you know, tell me, walk me through. Uh, yeah, where the, are you getting this from? Yeah, the fact that you, the world's going to end in 12 years. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up. That I've never said that. <laughs> it's ama- it really is amazing. I kind of thought is. it was an overblown prediction. That's what I thought. Or like it was misinterpreted. No, he right. just had never no, said it. Never said it. Never said anything really like it. So uh, this happens all the time. And you might remember uh, the last time they published one of these IPP, IPCC reports was uh, 2007. And they did a bunch of covering up then. There was the email thing, the climate gate scandal that happened from that, where everybody's trying to uh, keep secrets from the people about what that report actually said. Um, they, the scientists involved were trying to manipulate their data to make it look more convincing. And they were, they were telling each other that, hey, we got to make this look worse than it actually is so that we can scare people into really caring and doing yeah. something about that. Mm-hmm. You remember that? And yeah. that went nowhere. Everybody knows about that. We, we know what manipulative liars they are. And still, we're supposed to believe everything they say. And what's the point, right? What's the point of fighting off climate change, right? It's to prevent climate-related deaths from happening, right? Right. So would, let me give you two publications. The IPCC report mm-hmm. and Glenn Beck's An Inconvenient Book. Okay. Okay. Which publication printed the numbers of climate-related deaths over the past century? Which one? <laughs> I'm going to say Glenn Beck's yeah. An Inconvenient Book. Why? Because they're down 98%, right? If they weren't, wow. de- if they were up, the IPCC would definitely be putting them in their report. No Yet question. Edition after edition after edition... They don't put that little chart in their book, in their uh, release. Why? It's the most important thing. The whole point of this is to to stop climate-related deaths, yet they avoid it because they're down 98%. Interesting. Mm. Huh. The Glenn Beck Program. It's summer, and if your home project to-do list looks anything like mine, it's long. Beat the heat and put on new custom window treatments from Blinds.com at the top of your list. Stay cool and save up to 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. 
Blinds.com has premium shades, shutters, drapes, and so much more. They have outdoor shades that will transform your deck or patio. You need help selecting? They have design experts who are really good, and they're available for live consultations, and it's free. Need help measuring or installing? They got you covered there, too. Ordering online doesn't mean sacrificing style or service. Tanya and I have used Blinds.com so many times. We love their prices. Their customer service is absolutely incredible. Right now, the number one online retailer of custom window treatments is Blinds.com. So get up to 40% off everything right now at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Glenn Beck. Avoiding the woke mainstream messaging in favor of truth. More Glenn Beck in a moment. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. Uh, this new IPCC report is fascinating. Uh, leaked documents seen by the Associated Press yesterday revealed deep concerns among politicians about a lack of global warming over the past few years. Germany called for the references of a slowdown in warming to be deleted because it doesn't fit the narrative. Saying looking at a time span of just 10 or 15 years was misleading. They should focus instead on decades or centuries. I don't know if Germany's noticed this, but 15 years is more than a decade. It's a decade and a half. Wait, well, where's your scientific backup on that? Do you have any evidence that supports <laughs> that, Pat? I, I do. Yeah, I do, actually. Really? Yeah, 10 years is a decade. Oh, okay. 15 is more than 10, so that's more than a decade. When you say it's it math. that way, it makes sense. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it now, does. Now that you've explained it. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hungary worried the report would provide ammunition for deniers of man-made climate change. It, well, yeah, it's called evidence. That's why they're deniers. That's why, and I don't deny that there's been some warming. I mean, we've always admitted that. Okay, what? 0.9 degrees over a century or whatever it's been? Mm-hmm. So what? That grows more plants. You grow more food. It's not is, catastrophic. And this is what's so important is looking not only at one side of the issue. You, ha- you do a cost-benefit analysis, right? That yeah. is, there's always, the left always wants to do one of the two things. They either, when they're talking about a, a, a public policy, they want to spend multiple trillions of dollars on something. It's a benefit analysis. They don't do a cost-benefit analysis. Right. They do a benefit right. analysis. And they say, well, here, look at this woman who is uh, poor and on the streets, and now she's got X, Y, and Z dollars. And look at this worst-case scenario of this. And they say, okay, here's the benefit of this policy. No one ever considers the cost. And if you ask them about the cost, you're the worst person on earth. And uh, you can't afford not to. That's their thing. And you can't afford not to, of course. They just say it doesn't matter. The cost doesn't matter. We're doing a benefit analysis here. The <laughs> yes. exact opposite happens with global warming. When they talk about fossil fuels, all they do is a cost analysis. What is the? What are the negative effects of fossil fuels? They'll look through scientific reports. They'll make crap up. They'll do all sorts of stuff to say, okay, this is a negative effect of fossil fuels. What would you look at? But when you look back at the last century, Pat, mm-hmm. All of the things that have occurred, you could go back a century and live that lifestyle or live the one of today. 
My guess is if you looked over the past century and tried to summarize it, the 0.9 degree temperature rise would be really low on the list. There'd be a lot of other things you'd mention first. You'd go through the development of the internet. You'd go through uh, the the uh, the the mainstreaming of human flight. (laughs) You'd go through the fact that air conditioning has gone around the world, and now in many places you can actually be comfortable. You can have a civilization in a place like Texas that isn't constantly miserable. Where it's 173 degrees every day. Yeah. And yet somehow we survive here. I burned myself on the back of my, the hood of my car oh, or, when I, or the trunk of oof. my car when I was trying to open it yesterday. Yeah. It was uh, on my little temperature gauge inside my car. It said 107 the whole way home. <laughs> and yet all day I was totally comfortable. That is a, uh, that's a, huh? that's a, that is the price or the, the benefit of fossil fuels. Civilization. The mm-hmm. the rising of your um, uh, age expectancy, your life expectancy, the fact that it's gone up so much, a lot of that has to do with fossil fuels. Plastics, medicines, all of the incredible benefits. And what we what do we talk about all the time? Only the costs. How mm-hmm. is that possible? I, I don't know. And they won't talk about, you know, reasonable alternatives. What they want to do is spend $100 trillion dollars on technology that doesn't even exist yet, like yeah. wind and solar, that just can't get us there. Uh, as we've mentioned many times, it's about 3% of our of our energy is what it provides. 3%. That's, and that's after all of the promotion and you know multiple decades of... of and funding it 25 to 1 with subsidies from the U.S. government over oil. You know, they always talk about, oh, gas and, and, and oil uh, uh, receive so much subsidies from the government... It's 25 to 1 solar and wind to uh, oil, to fossil fuels. Yeah, when, when it, when you, especially when you break it down by megawatt, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot of money we throw at this stuff. And, you know, we all know that, right? I mean, when I, I don't think Tesla's currently in this situation anymore, but... Um, the, they the, were given $7,000 a car, right? Yeah, for at a the while. beginning. And I know yeah. a lot of other electric cars still have this, where, you're, you know... You, the average person who's buying an electric car is you know, earning six figures. These are expensive vehicles. Yeah. I'll bet the Volt still provides you with a, a little kickback from the government. <laughs> is the Volt still around? I don't even know. <laughs> I think it is. It was one of the first attempts is. at an electric car by a major car company and, you know, was not, Didn't not, go that not well. loved. No. But, like, you know, the fact that you're paying, I mean, the Prius was even an example of this. You're paying mm-hmm. thousands of dollars in, in, from the government in tax funding and, and subsidies and incentives to buy a car. That it's going to make, look, no difference. I mean, you know, absolutely no difference. You know, we, there was a, I remember the stack going back years now, but it was, and I know it's, it's grown probably even worse. But at the time, China was building enough, just the, what they, China had planned in the future for coal plants was just coal. It was one type of energy and not what they had already, but just the increase in the amount of coal they were going to burn was the equivalent of three billion Ford expeditions, all driven 15,000 miles a year. Oh, my gosh. That's more. Now, that's more, of course, obviously, than Ford has ever produced. Wow. And could ever produce. Uh Uh-huh. So it just shows you how meaningless it is to sit here and obsess about, uh, you know, uh, buying an electric car, buying a hybrid. It's just like, it's just not that big of a part of of the problem if you actually agree that it is a problem. Mm -hmm. It's still... 
meaningless in the grand scope of things. And they won't look at an alternative like nuclear, which is renewable and clean. Uh, but, of course, they're afraid. Um, that's what they say anyway. They're, they're, you know, there's going to be the China syndrome. It's, oh, yeah? You're going to have a nuclear meltdown like we had at Three Mile Island, which killed so many people. Zero, yeah. Exactly. Exactly zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everybody in the area, like mm. in a, in the surrounding area of Three Mile Island, right? Yeah, got the they equivalent. Were, there were a lot of people there. The equivalent radiation of a chest X-ray. Well, that was the worst case scenario. Yeah, the worst but case scenario. One chest X-ray. One full set of chest X-rays was yeah. the worst. The worst effect <laughs> of anyone when it comes to Three Mile Island. And how many people have died from? One chest x-ray? Probably not that many. Very few. Yeah, very few. Yeah, that's why the yeah. doctors give them to you. But... <laughs> it doesn't I, normally kill you. I see that you're ignoring uh -huh. uh, Chernobyl, which killed uh, 70, 80 million people. It's a shade million. lower than that, actually. It a is? shade. Yeah. Slower uh, than 70 million? 56. 56. Million, 56 million people. Wow. Still, that's, Close. that's well, a lot. Not, not exactly 56 million. 56. People? Yeah. 56. 56. 56 They do times. think, now again, mm -hmm. put in perspective what Chernobyl was. It was, uh, it had no, it had no rights operating. It was the Soviet Union attempting to, uh, to put together nuclear power. They had no idea what they were doing. They did not <laughs> fund the, they didn't care about the citizens around there. They didn't, they did everything wrong. A million things went wrong on top of that. Mm -hmm. Then the Soviet Union <laughs> didn't tell anyone what was happening. Uh, they didn't protect anyone. They lied. They cut off communications to the area so people couldn't tell anyone what was going on. They did all of these things and still uh, 56 people died. This is according to the UN, by the way. They do believe that it's possible up to a couple thousand could die from long-term cancer risk, though that has not yet occurred, but it could manifest itself. You know, at this point, you had kids drinking milk from radiated cows and goats. Right. And the government didn't tell them anything about it. Now, I don't think Jeez. that's how we would handle that situation. No, I don't and think of so. course, the technology is much improved. We we never utilized technology like the Soviet Union was using there. Right. Um, but still, no, even we had with backups that, and safeguards and all kinds of things that were built into the system. Yes. And even <clears> with <throat> that, it, while it was a tragic event and there was heroic people from the Soviet Union that attempted to minimize that and were greeted and thanked for their efforts by being thrown into into essentially a sea of nuclear radiation. Most of the people who died from that incident were people who were working there yeah. and were trying to stop it. Honestly, yeah. legitimately, heroically trying to stop it. Uh, but, uh, you know, come on. That, that, that everybody knows, when, especially when you look at the generation of this, you see uh, that it is the safest form of electricity ever created. I, I see what you're trying to do here. You're, you're trying to ignore the obvious. Fukushima and the tens of <laughs> well, thousands of people point. who died in Fukushima. Uh, no, no, nobody died from the Fukushima nuclear <laughs> part of it. But they died from the from the tidal wave. Yeah, there was a uh, tsunami. Uh, yeah, that happened. But uh, now I will say this: to be fair here, mm -hmm. okay, a tsunami happened. Right. right, lots of people died. Yeah, the nuclear incident, the meltdown, uh, the risks of that going on went on, and it was very scary. Uh -huh. And so the government did what they had to do, and they evacuated a lot of people from that area to protect them. Mm -hmm. I will say, 
far more people died in the evacuation efforts than died from the nuclear radiation. In fact, nobody died from the nuclear radiation. It's incredible, it's isn't inc- it? Yeah. And the way this, these, all three of those incidents have been spun, it's like, you know, they were the worst catastrophes, some of the worst catastrophes mankind's ever seen. Yeah. And it's just not so. And Chernobyl was legitimately Chernobyl really was bad. bad. Uh, but again, yeah. nothing on but the scope. But like you said, scope. the Russians had no safeguards. They didn't build it right. Uh, China built a dam. Okay. This is hydroelectric mm-hmm. power. They built a dam. The dam collapsed. Hundreds of thousands of people died. One dam. Hundreds of thousands of people died. When one dam fail, uh, failed. It wiped out just an entire valley of people. Was uh, that the one that was so big it caused a wobble in the rotation no, of the earth? That's a different one. Uh, that's a different one. That okay. one did not. Uh, that one that did not collapse. collapse. So that one still stands. Okay, um, but that one's really, really good. big. But again, like you know, that's just one thing. Obviously, coal mining. We all know the dangers there. Over a long period of time, tons and tons and tons and tons of people have died. Yes, uh, working there. We, there's risks. Uh, Drilling for oil, oil Black rigs. lung comes to mind. Yeah, there's which all, is look, not desirable. You know, and that's that's not to say, you know, that you stop, you know, uh, mining for coal, but it just has risks. Nuclear power has killed comparatively incredibly few people. It's it's it is absolutely the most safe form of electricity generation that we have ever contemplated as human beings. Mm. It is that far and. You know, the left doesn't care about that. They don't care that it's carbon neutral. It does not emit any CO2. They don't care about any of that. They don't care that you're paying all this money for electricity right now when Mm -hmm. there is a potential source of energy that is limitless and it's available right now. And not to mention, we don't even use the updated technology. All of the innovation that's happened in the past 40 and 50 years isn't even utilized because the left has stopped all these new plants from being built it is a disgrace really especially when you have multiple billion people on this in this country or excuse me in this uh, world that don't really have access to energy at all how can we not be innovating in these areas it's really it really is a crime against humanity and to top it off when the ipcc report comes out next week i bet they don't there's no mention of the fact that the temperature has not risen in the last 15 years. Mm. No mention of it. 888-727-BECK. More patents stew for Glenn coming up. The Glenn Back Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Life is about being active. Whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising, you know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the 
the pain begin to melt away, and I've been taking it ever since. And I can tell you that Relief Factor has helped me get my life back. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors. And about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. Find out all about this offer and feel the difference. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, 888-727-BECK. I couldn't help but notice you're wearing the uh, 62422 t-shirt today. I am. Proudly displaying it. Do you know what happened uh, on 62422? Uh, man, I just can't remember. It was so low. What, what, what was it? You might not uh, be able to remember, Pat, but some uh-huh. may. Which was this okay. is the day that the Supreme Court decision came down overturning Roe versus Wade. Oh, And okay. implementing a... Just a touch of sanity in this mm. country when it comes to the issue of life. Mm-hmm. If you want to get a shirt that's, you know, or they, we also have mugs and hats and stickers and such, but they, all with the six twenty four twenty two on yeah, it, a little American flag. They, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool shirt, cool look. It's and, simple. It's mm-hmm. uh, it, it's I, and that's how I like them. Yeah, me too. So I can't. Yeah, it's at stewdoesmerch.com, By the way, stewdoesmerch.com, uh, part of the Stew Does America merch line. Of course, you can use the code stew ten if you want to save ten percent right now. But uh, I don't know, man. I I feel like it's. We're at that point where people are going to forget. They want you to remember January 6th. That's for sure. Everyone knows that date. Oh, yeah. You'll never be able well, to get rid of that date. Stu, that was the day that democracy almost died. <laughs> it was on the... On it the, was almost killed yeah. that day. Oh. So, of course, we remember J6. Mm-hmm. Do we live in a democracy? Or? No. No, we do not. So, I, I don't know how big a deal Republic. it would have been here, but mm-hmm. uh, democracy almost died wow. that day. Wow. Now, that's very, yeah. very, very important. I'm going to say that, I don't know, the, the life and death of 65 million people is, is now this is going to be a slightly uh-huh. higher priority. So, you there's think? two things. Oh, They're wow. close. Uh-huh. But one is just inching out the other, <clears throat> and you have the three-hour delay on that vote. Yeah. Being the January 6th situation. That's a little lower okay. than, than the tens of millions 63 dead. million babies being killed. Yeah. I, yeah. Look, it's, yeah, yeah. It, huh. again, it's a tough call. Interesting. It's interesting you feel that way. That's Well, uh, again, I'm not a woman. Whatever. And women's rights, if, well, I could identify that way, I suppose, and get those rights. But right now, yeah. I don't have those rights. So, okay. therefore, I can't really You're comment. not a woman? Because no. I couldn't tell I'm not a biologist. So, I didn't. I didn't know, but thank you for letting me You're saying a biologist could tell? Well, wow, what a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program.